Good Morning Nancy is a horror movie podcast, so it may not be for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Good Morning Nancy, my name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a Good Morning Nancy creepy pasta special. Ooh. holy crap i'm so excited for this year to be over (laughs) you and everyone else (laughs) yeah i'm sure everyone feels the same way um i think biden winning the election is a really good omen like let's just end 2020 on this good thing that has happened yes and like, let's just keep projecting positive energy and thoughts into the ether and just keep it up. Yes. Um. But like, we cannot forget, right, that there are just because things are starting to look up doesn't mean everything is right with the world. Doesn't mean that we have to uh, slack. It's time to keep working and keep going. Black lives still matter. Trans lives still matter. Science is real. And everyone listening, vaccines work. (laughs) Please get the COVID-19 vaccine when it is safely available. Yeah. We laugh, but it's not a joke. (laughs) No. I think I heard Fauci say 70 to 75% of uh, Americans need to get the vaccine in order for it to work. Like herd immunity to work. yeah so uh if you can because i know vaccines are not always readily available to everyone if you can please 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 get the vaccine yeah all right yeah because science science is real let's science is very real and it doesn't give a fuck what you believe so (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true (laughs) Yes. Oh, let's all get through this. <laughs> all right. So I also want to thank, before we get started, I want to thank all of our amazing patrons for sticking with us this whole goddamn year. <laughs> because it has not been easy on anyone, really. So the fact that y'all chose to continue to help produce the show and keep it going this year is just beyond incredible. I'm floored more so than normal. I especially want to thank our Ellen patrons, Michael and Kate. Thank you both so, so much. And like, thank you all again to just all of our patrons, no matter what you are giving. Like you, we say this every time, but you are the reason Abby and I are still here to keep this going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, If you are a patron, no matter what tier you're in, if you haven't listened to our special episode on Timber and Sleepy Hollow, it is available to you no matter what tier you're in at patreon.com slash goodmorningnancy. That was sort of like our little thank you. Uh, It was literally the least we could do was to make a special episode for all of you uh, for this whole year of a a mess of a year. So please check it out. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) <laughs> we we inadvertently make fun of Johnny Depp's butt and butts in Johnny Depp's face. 
you, the only way that you'll get that is if you listen. So yeah, you don't want to miss out on that. It's pretty no. <laughs> There's going to be more 12 year old humor in this episode too. So if you really appreciated that in that episode, it's, it's going to be coming back in full force at yeah. the end of this one. You are in luck. I'm sorry. You, you have been warned. <laughs> the last creepy pasta is. I'm was, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Luke. I told Luke I was like, "We're reading creepy pastas for this episode," and he was like, "Oh, sweet! Which ones are you reading?" I said, "Well, the last one that I'm reading reminded me of you." <laughs> he was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> the kind of humor that uh that he likes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh my God. Let's read some New Year's themed creepy pastas. All right. Uh, some of these are funny. Some of them unintentionally funny. And the last one is, I think, supposed to be funny. Anyway, it's a blast. Listen, Abby goes into these cold, so she has no idea what to expect. <laughs> yeah. Um. Why don't you start, Abby, with a little New Year's poem? Okay. Yeah. This is called. The New Year, <laughs> poem by Unknown. New Year's night is a time of bliss and celebration. Joy to one and all, but one for the duration. But all through the night till the morning after sedation, the lowly highball man finds a different sort of elation. Ragged clothes and face bathed in shadow, a thousand eyes of empty sorrow. No nose, no ears, and no mouth to swallow. But he sees and he knows and he devours what he follows. In the icy winter night, a handful of eyes do glow. On a black, decayed street, your fate they sow. A hundred blinking, empty lights and all that they know. An unforgiving moon watched by a thousand dead eyes below. When you and your friends are out having fun, in the cold and black, his plan is spun. In the wet and dark, nobody has yet outrun the eyeball man, faceless in the midnight sun. But if you stay out late into the night, walk home not by the sparse, ambiguous moonlight. Stay under the glowing lamps, but in spite, you may not be in luck tonight. The eyeball man might follow you home, slip in with you from the night he roams. Ew, that's creepy. Yeah. In the... <laughs> In the sodden streets and the hanging broom, it'll all be over once it's just you and him alone. <clears throat> so this new year, let this be a warning to one and all, from the sparse green country to somber urban sprawl. Do not walk at night while only melancholy moonlight falls, if you wish for a lonely, peculiar death to be forestalled. <clears throat> Oh, that's pretty good, right? That was uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I read that and I was like, ooh, this is like a really good one. <laughs> that's like pretty decent for a creepypasta, for yes. a little creepy pasty. <laughs> yes, it's pretty good. This one is called The New Year Burning Oh, by Aja, I believe is how you pronounce it, A-J-A. Oh. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> it was only 9.45 p.m. And the local kids were already setting off cherry bombs. Holy. All right. <laughs> Lydia expected such, but even so, it started her 
It startled her to the point of spilling the tea she held in her hand. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just thinking of her like dissing, like, t- <laughs> like telling the kids, their parents, the tea. Those fireworks kids- make me really want to spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> the hot liquid burned the inside of her thigh, youch, and she cursed under her breath. That's not what it's written, but I assume that's what she said. It was New Year's Eve, and Lydia was spending it the way she always had. Alone, curled up with a good book and a hot beverage. (laughs) The life. Seriously. The holiday was just another day for her, and although she did make it a tradition to at least stay up until midnight, she felt no need to spend it with friends or family. She liked the solitude and often felt awkward around other people. Getting up to wash the tea from her leg, she passed the once vibrant Christmas tree whose lights were no longer twinkling. The last time the lights were on was Christmas Day. She made a mental note to take it down the following morning, as well as all the other half-assed decorations she had around her house. (laughs) She often wondered why she bothered putting them up anyway. Nobody saw them but her. But old habits die hard. Grabbing a rag from a drawer in the kitchen, she wiped off the spilled tea and examined her thigh. The spot was red, but nothing too serious. The pain would subside quickly, and as long as she kept a firm grip on her mug, she was sure she would be able to get through the night without too many serious injuries, fireworks or not. Just then, the phone rang. Forgetting about the burn and figuring one of her family members was calling to wish her a happy new year, she answered. Hello? She heard laughing in the background, but nobody replied. Hello, she asked again, a little louder. Is Joseph there? Oh, that was supposed to be a woman's voice. Well, I guess it could have been a woman's voice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Is Joseph there? It was a woman's voice. Lydia could still hear her laughing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, there's no Joseph here. You must have the wrong number. And then the person on the other end hung up. Lydia took the phone from her ear and made a flabbergasted facial expression. (laughs) That was rude, she said, and placed the phone back on the receiver. As she made her way back to the living room, she heard laughing coming from the front of the house. Immediately reminded of the phone calls she just received, Lydia froze to listen, more laughing and getting louder. She made her way to the front window and peeked outside. To her relief, a group of teenagers were walking up the sidewalk, sparklers in their hands, laughing up a storm. The boys teased the girls and the girls giggling their heads off. The street lamps made their shadows bouncy and elongated, reminding Lydia of the shadows she used to see when the power would go out and her family had to rely on candlelight. One of the girls pushed one of the boys gently, knocking him off the sidewalk and onto the street. She pushed him gently and he fell? Into the street? (laughs) And a car just whizzes by. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're going to get it now, he shouted. Oh, my God. And the girl tried to hide behind one of her friends. Lydia let go of her breath. (sighs) She was holding and closed the curtain. She did not miss being a teenager. (laughs) Although a small part of her felt nostalgic at the thought of interacting with the opposite sex. Just out. She hasn't interacted with the opposite sex since she was a teenager. She's like, nope, no more men. <laughs> I'm done. She's like 17. She's like cutting them off now. She graduates high school. She's like, don't even talk to me. There was nothing like those first-time butterflies, casual glances, and playful teasing. Smiling to herself, she returned to the couch, (laughs) sipped her tea, and began reading her book again. 
About an hour passed before the phone rang again. Thinking for sure it would be one of her relatives this time, she got up and answered. Hello? Again, nobody answered. She just could hear what seemed like a party in the background. She could hear glasses clinking together, music playing in the distance, loud conversation, and the occasional noisemaker going off. Hello? She asked again, louder still. Then she heard what sounded to be someone shuffling the phone about and then nothing. The dial tone was the only thing she could hear now, so she hung up again. What the hell? She asked herself. Aside from the first phone call she received, Lydia figured someone had accidentally butt-dialed her. Letting it go, she returned to the couch. As midnight approached, Lydia grew increasingly tired, but was determined to stay awake. As she read sentence after sentence, her eyelids felt like they were filling with sand, and she would catch herself closing them for a few seconds. She looked back at the clock. It was 11.45. Fifteen more minutes, and then I can finally turn in, she said, closing her book and searching for the television remote. Lydia figured the TV would be the perfect distraction as she waited for midnight. Then the phone rang again. Lydia contemplated answering it. It wasn't usual for her to get any calls, period? Ah, let alone three... It wasn't... It wasn't unusual for her to get any calls, period. Let alone three in a few hours. Wrong numbers or not. Curiosity got the best of her, however, and she walked over to the receiver. Hello? She asked in an irritated voice. Hark! Oh, what? A loud noisemaker blasted in Lydia's ear. She moved the phone away from her head as quickly as she would have if she touched a hot stove. A man's voice appeared, and he spoke no louder than an angry whisper. Happy New Year, Joseph. You never thought I'd do it, but I will. <laughs> the man laughed and breathed in deeply. Do you like when things burn, Joseph? They'll try to stop me, but I'll do it. It will be beautiful. All right. <laughs> Lydia's brow furrowed. Not knowing how to respond, she said, Who is this? There is no Joseph here. <laughs> the man on the other end kept his tone. I'm just imagining the guy being like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not what happened, Abby. No. (laughs) The man on the other end kept his tone to a whisper and said only one more thing before hanging up. You'll burn too. A a woman laughed in the background and then silence. Lydia slammed the phone down onto the receiver. A chill ran up her spine and she locked and she locked? She looked, excuse me. A chill ran up her spine and she looked at the clock. It was almost midnight, but she couldn't focus on New Year's when she was shaken to the core. Without really knowing what to do next, Lydia decided... How about call the cops? Whatever. No. What Without the- really knowing what to do next, Lydia decided to check all the doors to make sure they were locked and all the blinds to make sure they were closed. Her anxiety rose every time a new firework went off in the distance and she kept having to tell herself that it was nothing but kids horsing around and enjoying the holiday. When 11.59 rolled around, Lydia crept back into the couch and huddled underneath a blanket. She braced herself for the impending fireworks. When the clock struck 12, she closed her eyes. Several fireworks and firecrackers erupted in the distance, sounding like a mixture of gunfire and explosions. She jumped at every one, holding her breath between every pop and snap, closing her eyes and counting the minutes until it was all over. 
The main hoopla subsided. <laughs> hoopla, I love that word. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the main hoopla subsided around 12:30. Although she was still shaken up from the prank phone call, if that's even what it was, she decided she would turn off her ringer and go to sleep. Her heart had had enough action for the night, and all she wanted to do was close her eyes and drift off into the land of nothingness for a few hours. As her hand went off, went for the ringer off button on her phone, it rang once again. Hesitant to pick it up, yet curious to leave it ringing. Okay. I feel like that would be switched. Grammar-wise. Whatever. Yeah. Hesitant to pick it up, and yet too curious. Oh, I get it. I oh, read it wrong. okay. That's why. <laughs> Hesitant to pick it up, and too curious to leave it ringing, she answered the phone for a fourth time. Yes? She asked with a whisper. It was the same man as before, whispering violently. Are you ready, Joseph? I can feel the heat already. It's moving through my veins and warming the soul that will soon be damned. Oh, Joseph, the time is now. <laughs> then what sounded like a loud air horn went off into the phone and Lydia dropped it to the ground. She could still hear it going off when she picked it up and slammed it on the receiver. Turning off the mirror, she ran into the back bedroom, shut the door and jumped onto her bed. She could hear firecrackers in the distance, but eventually her heart slowed and she was able to lie down. She wasn't able to fall asleep until around 2 a.m., but she did eventually drift off into the land of nothingness. <laughs> what is this like? A WWE introduction for, like, a wrestler? Because that's what it sounds like. So, uh, time passes. I'm here, Joseph. It's happening. <gasps> Lydia's eyes fluttered open to the sound of a man talking, and the smell of smoke startled awake. She found she was lying on her bathroom floor with the door closed. She was unable to process how she got there because panic took over her body. It's going to be so beautiful, and you won't be able to stop me. A woman giggled, and then Lydia heard what sounded like scratching on the door. She suddenly felt like she was being pressed to death, unable to get up or do anything because the fear she felt was so strong. After a few seconds, she recognized the voices as the ones she heard on the phone earlier. Lydia heard a loud bang, as if something large had been dropped outside the door, and she jumped, tears beginning to stream down her face. Too scared to do anything, she put her hand to her mouth and waited to see if anything else would happen. All the while, the smell of smoke getting stronger. Lydia felt her stomach drop more scratching up and down the door and then the man whispering again it's gonna burn it's gonna burn whoever was on the other side of the door suddenly ran out of the room so Lydia jumped up and tried the door jammed something was blocking it from the outside just as she expected <laughs> Lydia pressed her ear against the door and listened from the distance she heard the man and woman laughing it's getting hot the flames are spreading the man screamed Putting two and two together, Lydia figured that the people in her home were going to burn the house down with her in it. Looking up at the only way out, her heart sank. There was no way she was able to fit through the tiny bathroom window. Let me out! Lydia screamed, hoping against hope someone would open the door. The only response she heard was more laughter. In the distance, she heard glasses break. In the distance, she heard glass break. Lydia tried the knob again and found that it was becoming warm. Whoever you are, please let me out. I'll give you anything you want. Just please let me out of here. Silence. She pressed her face against the door and felt a slight heat. She turned and faced the mirror, almost not recognizing herself because the terror in her face made her look completely different. I'm going to die, she thought. What a great way to start off the new year. <laughs> <laughs> Big... 2020 mood 
Lydia leaped to her feet and grabbed the toilet tank lid. Without thinking of anything else, she started hitting it against the doorknob, hoping she could somehow break the door open. Smoke started coming through under the door, and Lydia started pounding faster. With every hit, Lydia let out a desperate cry. Every few minutes, Lydia thought she wasn't going to be able to do it, but with one final smack, the doorknob fell to the ground. Lydia pushed the door with all of her strength, but it was futile. Whatever those people pushed in front of the door it was not going anywhere. In a fit of rage, Lydia slammed the palms of both of her hands on the door over and over, screaming until she started coughing. The smoke and heat coming into the bathroom was beginning to become too much. With resignation, Lydia sank to the floor. Her eyes began to sting, and it was getting too hard to breathe. She was becoming lightheaded. She looked over at the small bathroom window and thought, I could have at least opened it and screamed for help. <laughs> she closed her eyes, heat enveloping her body. Her final thought before passing out was, Who the fuck is Joseph? I hope he had a better New Year's Eve than I did. <laughs> it took eight minutes for the department to respond, but by then it was too late. You mean to tell me there was a goddamn window in the bathroom this entire time? She saw, Well, she saw it earlier, and she was like, I can't fit through that window, but she... <laughs> But she could have opened it to let, like, the smoke out or to, like, stick her head out to breathe. What the even heck is going on here? And her final thought was, who is Joseph? You know, <laughs> and you know this what? We lady, never find out. this poor lady. What a what a way to ring in the new year, I guess. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So, Abby, you have one more story to yes, read. Yes, yes. This is called The Message Warning by Fumbles Powers. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> I like that one. All right. It was on the last day of the year 2015 in which we received our message. We were preparing for a New Year's party and we were cleaning out the attic. You're cleaning out the attic for a New Year's party? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, okay. We, we, thought we thought there'd, there'd, there'd be, be chairs. chairs. Okay, yeah. well, maybe you should read the goddamn story, Abby. Jesus. <laughs> What we found instead was a cassette tape player. It was, no doubt, from at least the 80s. Wow, what a find. My sister was the one to find it. I was the one to press play. Neither of us had any idea of how to work the thing. Pressing play hadn't been hel er, hadn't helped. What? My sister realized the volume was down and turned it up. <laughs> Fortunately, we had one more issue. It was slow beyond recognition. This actually sounds like the first time we tried to record this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Good times, good times. <laughs> I left the attic by this time. We didn't have time to fix an old cassette player. My sister, on the other hand, stayed. I started getting ready for the party we were throwing for New Year's Eve and continued my work for at least an hour until I realized my sister had not come down to help me yet. Rachel, you okay? I called. There wasn't a response. I called again. Rachel! Frightened something could have happened, I ran up to the attic. I opened up the door and found her listening to the cassette tape. Rachel, I thought you were hurt. Why didn't you answer me? She looked up at me with a blank stare and a glimmer of fear. Sorry, she mumbled. I got the player to work, see? Yeah, I see, but we need to get ready. In 15 minutes, people are going to start showing up to the party. Hold on, she said, fumbling with the player. What? Listen to this. 
No, didn't you hear? People will be coming soon. I assessed the situation. I could finish getting ready for the party alone. Rachel clearly wasn't going to be much help. Fine then. I left the attic and ran around the house, fixing the table, getting snacks. When I finished, the doorbell rang almost as I was putting the last bag of chips on the table. The party was going well. Around 11.45, most people arrived. We were all excited for New Year's. What would the future bring? The best moment only lasted a few moments. Oh, this was because my sister ran down the stairs to call me into the attic. Her face was pale. I went upstairs. What? What's wrong? Listen to the tape, she commanded. The tape played. Case 205A, James Edmund Brown of the Charles Millennial Asylum. Certifiably insane. He claims he's from the future. Hello? Hello? Another voice in the tape called. Presumably James Edmund Brown. Hi. I need to send a message. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This is the tape player. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I need to send a message. I could tell you about all other kinds of catastrophe, but I need to warn you about the end. This isn't some terrorist attack. This isn't some war. Heck, this isn't even what I'd call a natural disaster. This is an unstoppable event unless we can find some way to prevent it from ever happening. Oh, you mean like life in general? It's an unstoppable event. You can't stop it. You said it yourself, it. it's unstoppable. <laughs> what the heck even, James Edmund Brown? Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right. So he goes on to say, let's see. I'm from 2016, and it just happened. Like clockwork. First, we heard the booming. Then, at exactly midnight, the meteors came. We literally never saw them coming. They just appeared out of nowhere. The thing I'm most scared about is whenever someone finds this message. Hopefully it won't be too late. The universe just works like that. Sometimes something is me- just meant to happen. With hope, dear listener, you may not just find this tape someday. The end happens. Oh. Please listen. Whatever you're doing, just stop. Try to leave. <laughs> There's no point in making a shelter. You'll die anyway. I'm not even sure how I'm still alive. Please, just... The tape ended. Rachel looked at me with fear in her eyes. Rachel, we'll be fine. Wasn't this guy in a mental hospital or something? But what is this tape doing here? And I thought I heard loud bangs. So? James Brown mentions booming in his explanation of his end. I heard them too. They were just fireworks. It's New Year's Eve. Of course, people will be celebrating. This is why you've got to stop watching the sci-fi channel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know. She seemed calmer. By the time we got down with the people... Oh, by the time we got down, the people were already slow dancing to Forever Young. (laughs) Nice. That was was my wedding song. (laughs) Yeah. It's a a great song. It truly is. It was 11.59 when the house shook. Everybody screamed until one of my friends calmed all of them down. It's just an earthquake, my friend said. (laughs) That's still serious. I know. Oh, dang it. I lost my place. Oh, there we go. Rachel was the only one still screaming. She ran outside. I yelled her name and followed her to the door. She left the house, and when I got to the door, I found her out in the street. My watch beeped. It was 12 o'clock. Like clockwork, the stars fell. Meteors. We found out what the future would bring. 
and we were horrified. <gasps> the end. Wow. All right. Well, this is the final uh, one. And this one is not New Year's related um, because I, I this, these were the only New Year's ones that I could find that were kind of short. So I was like kind of looking for something else. And I found this one. And I'm sure most people who read creepypastas have already heard of this one, read this one. It's it's one of those bad creepypastas. Ooh. Um, like, who who was phone? Like, it's sort of like one of those. And it reminds you of Luke? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I, I was reading this and I was, like, sobbing. I was laughing so hard. Oh, my God. Because I just thought he would think this was so funny. Okay. This one's called Scary Girl. And it's by Unknown. Guys, how do I turn off caps? Oh, wait, guys, how do I turn off caps lock? One day on 69chan, the OP of a creepypasta thread was all alone in his thread on dash x dash. But then a scary little girl with black holes as eyes popped up on his computer screen. And so he posted, fuck me. And in real life, he yelled, fuck me, because he got so scared he shit his pants and then wiped it all over his brand new computer. What? <laughs> But he had to go to work. Oh, the OP walked outside and some asshole put something scary outside his door. He opened the door and a skeleton popped out. The OP yelled, fuck me, really loud. And then he shit his pants and smeared the globs of sticky shit all over his work clothes. Now he had to get changed. What the fuck? The OP got changed into his shittiest looking and most least favorited outfit. No, it says into his shitted looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the OP got changed into, <laughs> into his shitted looking and most least favorited outfit. And then got in his car. But somebody stole his engine and his spark plugs and his muffler and his dashboard and his steering wheel. <laughs> and his steering wheel. <laughs> Probably a ghost did it. <laughs> probably, probably a ghost did it. The OP yelled, fuck me. And then as he was driving, the car started itself. Ghosts. <laughs> got into a really bad car accident. Leaked diarrhea shit through his only outfit. While pissing and shitting all over his leather seats. And then the airbag deployed. But instead of there being an airbag, it was a skeleton. <laughs> Yopi walked to his work. And then stood at the top of a really long abandoned dark scary, scary staircase that was forgotten about long ago in his brand new work office for some reason. And the really scary little girl with black holes as eyes was running very fast at him up from the bottom of the staircase and screaming really scarily. The OP shit and pissed everywhere, but mostly he sprayed power shit <laughs> directly into the girl's face, oh. which knocked her down to the bottom and nearly killed her. She got up, ignoring the fact that a waterfall of orange diarrhea shit was dripping from her entire body and started running again, but slower, so the OP would shit all over her. What in the fuck? All of a sudden, Jesus came out of nowhere 
And he said, I'm going to push you down the staircase. <laughs> Not even Jesus was trying to help the OP. So the OP said, well, fuck me. Then Jesus pushed him down the staircase and laughed really hard. The OP hit every single stair on his head on the way down <laughs> while traveling very fast because his shit was lubricating the stairs. <laughs> and he hit the really scary girl with black holes as eyes directly in the face while traveling <laughs> while traveling at 250 <laughs> While traveling at 250 miles per hour on the way down, crushing her, <laughs> crushing her entire body and breaking her skull open and turning her on fire <laughs> and turning her on fire, nearly killing her, and then she died. The OP yelled, fuck me, because his head was hurting really bad and he was covered in shit. And then his skeleton popped out. And then a skeleton popped out. And then another skeleton popped out. And then another skeleton popped out. The OP prolapsed his entire bowels out through his asshole and then vomited his testicles. <laughs> And then vomited his testicles out through his eye sockets. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part? He was your son. <laughs> I'm crying. Stop it. I think my ribs are broken. Well, I think it's time to put the kids up for adoption. Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh, my lord. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, that was our special New Year's episode. I like how you just wrote the end at the end. <laughs> <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh, oh, my, oh my god. Okay, well, like I said, that's it for this week's episode of Good Morning, Nancy. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this very, very, very special New Year's Eve episode. Make smart and safe choices into the new year and be kind. Make sure you stock up on, like, Toms and stuff, I guess. <laughs> Toilet paper. Yeah. Don't, wear, don't wear your most shitted outfit. <laughs> your, your most unfavorited shitted outfit. <laughs> Watch out for skeletons popping up out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, we'll be God. back with season nine, episode one, starting January 19th, 2021. Yes. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media, Facebook at Good Morning Nancy, Twitter at Good Morning Nan, and Instagram at Good Morning Nancy Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend and spread the word about our show. Oh, and if you haven't yet, please review our show on your favorite podcast app so it becomes easier for others to find us. Yes, you know, the show where we read <laughs> <laughs> literal shit creepypastas. 
Our reputation is ruined now, Gracie. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, listen. We love you all to death. Have a good morning and a happy new year. Fuck 2020! Bye! <laughs>